1: Well, I pressed record, so. I you didn't, did you? I did. Yeah.
2: I was slurping, sort of <laughs> slurpy. A little bit of water. Go again. You want me to slurp? Again? Yeah, go again. How unpleasant is it?
1: Oh, um, I mean, that might be good for somebody out there.
2: Oh, well, eh? <laughs> All
1: right. Well, I miss you, man. Yeah, I miss you too, man. I miss you, I miss you, man.
0: Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss
1: you? Hello there, everybody in the whole wide world. My name is Lonnie. His name is Dylan. How you doing today, Dylan? Doing friggin' peachy, mate. (laughs) It's good to hear. (laughs) Yeah, I get to talk to you. Why wouldn't I be a a happy little chaff? Happy little Vegemite over there. This is a podcast called I Miss You, Man. Dylan is the man I miss, but what does that actually mean in the wider context of everything, Dylan? Well, the wider
2: context of everything means that we take each other on a journey each week. It could be about anything. Life, pop culture, and everything in between those two
1: things. Everything. I Sometimes wonder that we've gone too broad in our... In our remit, but then again, that was covered kind of most things, doesn't it? So, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, you think we've gone too broad, and then you remember done episodes on Twin Cities and Poo Joggers. <laughs> Some of my favourite things. <laughs> and If that's not right in between life and pop culture, I don't know what to tell you. You're wrong.
1: The intersection of um, just just in case you're wondering, I do have COVID at the moment. I've I thought I was going to live my whole life without it, Dylan, but. Here we are. It feels wrong to get it in twenty twenty three, doesn't it? Feels past i I'm still mad. You'll you're mad still about mad. it I know you are. You're on the trend T lane, mate. Why you feel that it's like watching Sopranos now or something, you know? Who cares? Uh, come off it. Come <laughs> off it.
2: I get it. I'm right? actually watching I'm actually watching Sopranos right now. So that is Just rude. The third or fourth time.
1: A second, actually. A second time, I like guess. Um So good though. I believe you. Um, mm. I am pulling through, though, for the listeners. I couldn't let you not have a podcast this week. Um, and I have a bigger and better episode planned, but I was on holidays. I've got COVID and I've pretty much been struck down since I got it. Um, so I wasn't quite well enough to do the research required for that bigger episode. So keen to do that one, hopefully next week. But I was thinking, gee, I want to do something fairly simple. Why can't I just ask Dylan some questions, let him do all the work, you know? I do the prep work. <laughs> Let Dylan actually take it away on the episode. Um, so, I had a thought about that, Dylan. I was like, why not go to a social question and answer website, an online knowledge market headquartered in Mountain View, California, a.k.a. Cora. You ever been to Cora before, Dylan? Nah, never never heard of it. What have you got going on here? Yeah, well, it's, it's pretty much like your old favourite Yahoo Answers. Ooh. Ooh, hello. Like the next version okay. of... Yeah. So if you want to go back uh-huh. in our back catalogue, listeners, episode 68, Dylan went back through the archives and found some juicy questions from Yahoo Answers. That was a good episode, wasn't it? Hello. I, I liked it. Absolutely. That was good. Yeah. Pretty much doing that again, okay? But these <laughs> are more recent okay. questions. Um, All right. So yeah, Cora, people submit questions, get advice from others um sometimes it's broad questions like what's a time when you were really sad or sometimes it's more like i've, I've got Jesus this scenario going on in my life what should i do um mm. there's some weird ones some sad ones some interesting ones some questions are clearly kids trying to like get homework help from <laughs> people online wow. a bit naughty cheating yeah cheating i guess they they probably go to chat gpt these days don't they um there's some yeah. some obviously seem made up, just like someone's putting something silly out there to annoy people, trolling, if you will. No. Um, no. Other times it's like pretty clearly it's the person who just wants some backup in an argument they're having at the time. So it's like, <laughs> if you kissed your ex girlfriend but didn't use tongue, then that's not technically cheating, is it? So your current girlfriend shouldn't be that mad. You know, she's just been a bit of <laughs> a bitch, isn't she? You know, <laughs> that sort of thing.
2: Where? Wow. <laughs> Not biased at
1: all. No, no, no. Really much, yeah, setting it up to get the answer they want. Um, so in my, in my COVID stupor, I scoured Cora. I found some of the best questions going at the moment. Hopefully, the people who asked the question are listening to our podcast so you can sort them out, Dylan. All for you to mm. um, sort out. Relationships. have been hanging on all this time. Absolutely. They've been like, I hope a podcast does this because I don't like the answers here on Cora. Looking <laughs> at relationships, work, parenting, Uh, But everything but other place, just while looking up, Um, I thought I'd get like a good 10. I've ended up with 27, Dylan. Um, Jesus. So I hope you're ready. Um, Some of them, I think, are going to be hopefully just, you know, fairly quick ones to answer. We'll see. how we go. We could be here two hours. (laughs) I'm a a philosopher, mate. I'll I'll, I'll stew on a
2: question if I have to.
1: So, 100%, all these questions are on Quora. I'm not going to include the links because there's, like, too many to probably include, but you can find them if you like, okay? Mm. Here we go. what one. Okay. Ready? Let's some people. My husband has spent... Let's uh, start again. Good start, isn't it? Okay, let's do it. My husband sent my seven-year-old stepson to boarding school because I dislike him. However... He comes back for a month during vacation. How can I limit his vacation time as much as possible?
2: So she she just wants him gone. Pretty much. Hate a stepson. Eight. Yeah.
1: Does not she want him in this. the house. What, what a have weird
2: seven year old done. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Poor little fella. Well Yeah, stepson, what? yeah.
2: Yeah, what could he do? And I didn't know you could go to boarding school as a seven year old. That's uh Seems, Seems young,
1: doesn't it? Sure not. I wouldn't so say well, seven I'm years
2: old. What grade is that?
1: I think it's about year two down here. Jesus, that's young, isn't it? Yeah, for no a way. seven-year-old,
2: <laughs> it's very young. No, you wouldn't do that.
1: What do you rate? Would you? What would you advise this person? Would you try and help them? Would you try and tell them to readjust their attitude and be a good step parent?
2: <laughs> I mean, that's the obvious answer. Isn't <laughs> okay, it? good, but. If we're helping them for their specific question, hmm. let's let's keep this little prick out of the house, Orny, this little devil, <laughs> this little demon. What are you going to suggest? Some friends, sleepovers? Yeah, limit vacation time. Point him off to grandparents. Yep. That's always a classic. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Arnie's uncle sleepovers. There's always that. Always available.
1: Yeah, okay, maybe then... When he's at home, you can do something yourself to get out of the house, so you don't actually have much crossover time. Yes, yes. You get away from the house. Yeah, you? go on a work trip or something. Yeah, okay.
2: Or just tell the little bastard you're not coming home this
1: Christmas. <laughs> you're not welcome. Do you like when in Harry All Potter, when Harry had to stay at Christmas at the Hogwarts castle with like 10 other kids? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He had fun, didn't he? He did. He had a blast. Found the mirror head. That was pretty good for him. Like well, best Christmas
2: ever that first year, I think. Absolutely,
1: like he was just kicking around yeah. with his invisibility cloak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Done. Stay at school, little <laughs> brother. You, you don't. don't need to put up with this shit. Yeah, I wouldn't. I want to see his perspective of this story. Eh? Yeah, no. Mm, rough one. Then all that. Then all that's out. Okay. Some of them are better. <laughs> it caught my eye though. I was like, Jesus. This is the next time, Dylan, I think. I want your perspective as a man of the world, and of the workforce. I know you're pretty big up in your job at the moment, so. All right. My boss purposely makes all interview candidates wait one hour past the scheduled interview time. This is their filtering method as they refuse to consider anyone who leaves during the one hour wait time. Is this legal?
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know the answer to that. Is it legal? <laughs> Is it ethical? Probably not either, right? No, how weird. Arthur. Yeah, I think that's a bad job. <laughs> I Figure think you're so. up your own ass about how important that job is, to be honest.
1: Absolutely. I, I don't think it would be illegal, but it would certainly be It's weird. and It's improper, <laughs> isn't it? It's inappropriate, definitely.
2: Yeah. I, I wouldn't do that. That's not worth it. You wouldn't wait around a whole hour? No. No, because I think the good employees would know their worth.
1: Hmm.
2: Like I think you'd have like the dregs and the really desperate people of society. I think it'd
1: backfire on you, to be honest. Unless you want people who are desperate so you can, you know, you know abuse them. them, exploit them, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, hello, there we go. Ooh.
2: Now you're thinking. No, don't do that. I'm
1: saying don't do that, Dylan.
2: Oh, but they want help. Oh, no, they're just asking if it's legal. Um, The answer is we're not sure. Thank <laughs> okay. you for asking.
1: Probably, I'm not sure if it's, it's covered in illegal Like, who you hurting? I Maybe. guess. But yeah, just so,
2: wait. Wait till someone takes you to court over it. Then we'll
1: find out. Yeah, it. we'll find
2: out. I guess. Yeah. All right.
1: Okay, Dylan. This next one, I'm not sure where to go with it, but hopefully you have an idea. Okay. <laughs> right. It bothers me that my neighbour takes a shower between nine and eleven p.m. I asked her to shower early. But and she does not obey me. It is very late, and the sound of the shower takes away my peace. What do I do with it?
2: <laughs> what does she do with this whole situation? I, I, I assume
1: it's the whole scenario. Yeah. What do we? What do I do?
2: Mm, I mean, nine to eleven is pretty late for a shower,
1: isn't it? It's not that late, but yeah, it's. I mean, I shower earlier, because uh, I, I have dinner earlier, and then I have a little shower, and then I'm you know, ready for bed. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, uh, 5.30 is the appropriate showering time, to be honest. <laughs> 5.30 to 6.00. We too, all know that. It's too early. It's not. It's not. Fresh yeah, in bed.
1: You have a shower, then you go to bed. Let's all get on the couch, just watch some stuff, then go to bed. 5.30
0: yeah. is too early for that.
2: Okay, all right. Well, for some. <laughs> for some, I guess. But, you know. Here's what it is.
0: But, uh, yeah,
1: I mean... You can't control when your neighbour has a shower, I think is the thing. Well, here. she's tried. She's asked. They don't obey. <laughs> it's not that late, is it, though? In terms of all the times of the day.
2: You could, uh, could be a little deviant, a little prankster. Because, uh, you know, you could turn their water off outside <laughs> after nine, if that's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the cut-off time if that's the cutoff, and then they'll just be over going out and turning it on every night after nine so they'll eventually learn they'll eventually learn to pull in line okay is that what you'd do as your advice well this is how to help this woman Hmm. the situation Hmm. that she doesn't know what to do with Hmm. and she's she's, it sounds like she's exhausted every other
1: option she's demanded what more can you do what more can you do rather than just readjust your life We'll go to a different. How loud is this
2: fucking shower, by the way? <laughs> like, it's enough to take away their peace, so. Apparently. Mm. Apparently, can she not just move to a different room? Like, it cannot it cannot be and disturbing people, the whole house.
1: People shower for about, what, 10 minutes or so? 15, maybe half an hour at the most. Yeah, 10.
2: Longer if you're watching something,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so how is it really affecting your peace that much, anyway? Weird one. Anyway, weird one. Now, little one, we're going to get a bit naughty in this question, okay? And I want you to control yourself. And oh. if you're listening with your family, like I know a lot of people do, maybe young ones can go outside for a little bit, okay? Unless you're in a oh, car. Don't, don't throw them out of the car. <laughs> Close your ears, you little ones. Okay. Say you're about to get intimate with somebody and, <gasps> and he reveals the goods. But they aren't as good as your ex's goods. Can you leave? <laughs> I mean, you can. Nothing's <laughs> stopping you. Again. Yeah. You obviously could. But should you? you, you Again,
2: is it improper <laughs>
1: to leave? You can definitely you can withdraw consent at any point and you don't have to go along with anything once you decide not to, you know, sexy time situation. I, what do you mean they aren't as good as your ex's goods how do we define good here dylan
2: yeah we think in length we think in girth we think in uh, how good they look like is i guess so some warts you know mm.
1: <laughs> a bit wrinklier do i don't know you can leave i'm not saying you can't leave Yep. it's gonna make yep, things awkward though if you want to stay with the person you can't just like up and leave without you definitely oh, can think... leave, but you gotta know that if you love this person and that's the first time you're getting intimate with them, it's gonna be all weird. Next time you try and do that,
2: well, I think, well, I think they, I think they're committing to ending everything. Oh, I reckon saying, okay. can they leave <laughs> as soon as it's revealed. Think I don't it... think they're going back for seconds. No,
1: maybe I guess not. True. Um, I don't know. I, I would hope the relationship isn't just about how good your goods are, though. It's how you use Seems it like and it is. and how. You know, the connection is as well, right?
2: That's the old adage, isn't it? It's not a size, mate. It's how you use it. Yeah. You know? The way they've
1: used goods here, I've never really seen it in that context that often. The goods. Who's got the goods? The weenie and the beans. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, right? So what what do you reckon, Joel? You can leave, sure. That's the answer to the question. But (laughs) perhaps inappropriate if that's the... If you're just judging a book by its cover.
2: Yeah, look. My my phrase is give everything a go once. Sure. Try it. See if it's for you. If not, yeah. Non stopping you, know, you leaving after that.
1: Absolutely. I mean you can leave though if you want to. That's that's totally fine. Absolutely. Yeah. we're oh, still on on the relationship train, Dylan. And it mm-hmm. comes back a few times, don't worry if you <laughs> if you're enjoying those sort of questions. All right. Found out my husband cheated on me the first four months of dating with the six Ooh. other women. Six. six? Six to one. Six in the first four months. My Here's goodness. the kicker, though. Eh? He says he doesn't remember because he has terrible memory. Well, that's <laughs> fair. It's well, possible. Mean, what, what
2: can you do? Brother doesn't remember. Get out of jail free.
1: <laughs> We've been together for three years and married for a year and a half. What should I do?
2: So Sounds you find out. If it obviously wasn't for me, if he doesn't remember, he.
1: E. <laughs> that's just a ballsy way of getting out of it. Sorry, love. Can't remember that that happening six times. Sorry. You know, Once, my, you know, I haven't got times, the best really? memory. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's just hearing about this, he's impressed. He's
1: like, "Wow, oh, really?
0: Six? six. Wow. Okay, I'm, I'm, going? I'm
1: as confused as you are right now, because I did not know this was happening. Yeah, I didn't think I had any me life, but <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember, to be honest. The first four months, six times, six other women, probably multiple times. That's more than, more than one a month. I, I guess he's got good goods.
2: You know, good rag goods, by the sounds of it. <laughs> That's... Aesthetically
1: pleasing at the very least. No one's leaving after they see his goods, aren't they? No, apparently not. No. What would you do, though? What should the person do?
2: I mean, I'm still on how they found Yeah, I mean, if nothing's happened since, the first four months, that's, you know, that's nothing's committed to yet, really, <laughs> is it? You know?
1: are, you, are you saying there's a bit of a cool-off period from the marriage? <laughs> oh, I, Doesn't quite count. When did they get married? A year in. She said, didn't she? They've been together for three years, married for a year and a half. So they got married a year and a half in, or so, I guess. Oh, so they've been together for three years before mm. they got married. They've been together about a year and a half, I think, before they got married. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. You think they're still uh, basically not, not that committed? <laughs> Again, how, how did she find out? Someone snitched, obviously. So, maybe one of the six women. It happens vindictive isn't it? But he can't remember it, so
2: did he do anything wrong? Did it happen really? Mm. <laughs> not in not in his book, not in his eyes. <laughs> not in his memory either. <laughs>
1: nah good on him. He doesn't remember. Just stare at your wife, I can't remember this. I can't recall these six women, so <laughs> not my fault. Well maybe it didn't happen. <laughs> it's possible. I mean we're just assuming. If there's no memory Lonnie there's no memory. Yeah. How can we justify it? No, no mens rea. We remember that from legal studies. you got to have the thought of doing it mm. for murder. You actually got to want to be killing the person. Yeah.
2: No, I don't remember that. That must have been the, the Google <laughs> Pac-Man times. They got me the me yay. <laughs> I passed, so. Eh, yeah, good <laughs> on you.
1: <laughs> okay, next question.
2: Oh, are we helping? No, I think. No, sorry. What do you uh, I think it's fine. You've obviously been together this long. Nothing's happened
1: since. Yep. And Maybe take him to a doctor and see what his memory loss situation. Might yeah, be. he def-
2: definitely needs to check in on that.
1: Yep. If he's having good times with six other people and can't remember it, you know, something's going wrong. Yeah. Look Very out good. for him. You know, don't, don't. Help him out. Help him.
2: Yeah, don't be jumping down his throat about yeah. these women. Help him. He can't he- remember.
1: Jeez. Okay. I've been invited to a party that starts at 7 p.m., but...
2: I mean, it's too late to help this person, right? This party's happened.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) For next time, (laughs) I've been invited to a party that starts at 7 p.m., but specified on the Evite that dinner will be served at 8 p.m. Should I arrive at 7 or wait until until after 8
2: the answer is you always arrive a half hour after the party starts.
1: That's a good good time? That,
2: that is my general rule of thumb. Yep. Because you don't want to be one of the first there. Awkward. But you don't want to be too late. Everyone's already had the good times with the Yeah. Yeah. You get in there half an hour in, that is basically when everyone's as comfortable as possible at the party. And you're coming in. Yeah. You're the big dog. Everyone's happy to see you. That's right. Where you been? But you haven't been gone long enough that we're pissed.
1: It's great. I think that's a good idea, Dylan. And especially this one, if the food's at eight, you don't want to be there after the food. That's rude. I think. Oh, no. And you missed a free feed. So I reckon 7.30 is a good time mm-hmm. in this scenario. Just a
2: uh, half hour after whenever the party's used start. So. Yeah.
1: Okay. Done. Done Easy. and dusted. Also, like the thing isn't, you're not there for the food. You're there for the company and you know seeing your oh. friends.
2: Well no. Well that's Depends what he's... we're having. <laughs> okay.
1: But I mean it's rude to be there like just for the food or just after food's served just so you get the food and then. Oh yeah, then if you dip. just
2: turn up at eight as soon as plates are down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be rude.
1: And then leave.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. The next one, Dylan. We're not doing mm-hmm. parties, we're not doing sex. We are talking about parents. We are saying Is it rude? to ask your 86 and 80-year-old parents to clean the attic before they die.
2: (laughs) As in their own attic, I'm I'm guessing. Not yours. Yes, their
1: attic. I'm I'm guessing they don't want to have to sort it out after their parents die. (laughs) They want their parents to contribute before they they kick the bucket. Depends how spry they
2: are for their age and how aware they are. Of the surroundings. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're struggling, don't make them do it. But if you've got a spry 80 year old dad, he's ready to go. He's looking for something to do around the house. So, of
1: the attic, mate. I think that's fair enough. I think maybe be part of it, though. Let me. Oh, yeah, help it. If, if you, you order it, them, it yeah. might be a bit weird. But if they're like, I mean, you got to do it at some point. They should. It's better for them to be part of it if they, if they can and they want to be part of it. I don't think you can order them, personally.
2: Yeah, I think get in on it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Get all the siblings in. Get everyone involved. I think it it might be rude to say to them, Can you do this before you die? But maybe in the context of, you know, maybe we should clean things out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know really how you do it without being rude, actually. <laughs> maybe just be, no, to be say... honest with them. Hey, it better for us to do it together while we still can, you know? Jesus, a bit
2: morbid, <laughs> mate.
1: I'd just say, look, Dad, you're not up in the attic.
2: It's a bit fucked up there, mate. Let's let's <laughs> clean it out, you and me. All right. Okay. Yeah.
1: Don't treat it like a big deal. Yeah, okay, just be cool about it. That's a good idea. That's, good. That's a good answer for everything here, really. All right. Back to workplace situations, Dylan. hmm I have an employee that always clocks out five minutes early. They seem to have a good work ethic, but I recently have been questioning it. What should I do as manager?
2: So what's... Why do they not have a good work ethic? Think, just because they're clocking out five minutes early?
1: No, it seems they're fine otherwise. They just seem to leave five minutes early every day. What do you reckon? It's not, not fiery, firing sort of offense, fence, but also... You should work the full day, I guess. Mm, I think it's worth it. I mean,
2: if they're nailing every other aspect of the job, I think you just take the hit on the five minutes. (laughs) Take
1: those five minutes? Yeah, okay. Or or
2: you change their schedule to five minutes after everyone else finishes. (laughs) And then when they finish five minutes early, everyone's finishing around the same time.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Bingo, bango. Easy. It, it is funny, though, to think that someone could be a good worker. They just tip every day five minutes early. And you're like, oh, I don't want to make you think of it, but it is kind of annoying. But also, is it that annoying? Not really. Yeah, and it depends if they're a star worker as well. I wonder if they make a big deal out of it, too. They pack up early. They wave everybody goodbye. I'm mad well, enough. Yeah, you chump, you sticking around, are you? <laughs> oh, come on.
2: It's Friday night. Yeah. Boss
1: man doesn't care. Look at him! Look, he's letting me go. She was. He don't care. What website are you on? <laughs> I guess it also depends on what job it is too. If you're leaving like your surgery five minutes early as a as a nurse or something, that's a bit different. But office something job, the stitch up office job, you sort of pick it up anyway. You know, it all works, all works out in the end. So
2: yeah, I mean, clearly the workload's not
1: suffering. Yeah, exactly. You're not leaving people. At the, you know, fast food restaurant or something, quiet and dry. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. All right. Now, this next one, delight, I think it's definitely the case that somebody's been in trouble and they're looking for some backup in possibly argument they're having with someone else at the place or their or their partner or something like that. But I want your mm. advice. We need your advice, basically. Yeah, let's see how we go. Do you think... A fifty-three-year-old, married, in shape male, should wear a speedo at the community pool.
2: If they're in shape, yes.
1: Okay, he's married as well. Is that is that a factor here for you? I'm, I'm no. guessing that means he doesn't. He's not going to be like creeping anybody because he's married. But I don't know. <laughs>
2: You'd hope not, yeah. Uh, In general, I hope not, Uh, but
1: I I guess he's on the prowl, is what they're getting at, being married, I suppose. uh, No, that doesn't factor in for me. You just think if he's in shape, it's okay? Yeah. I would argue, even if he's not in shape, it's probably not that bad, but.
2: Uh, It depends. Uh, If he's the elephant man or
1: if he's an old man. I just feel like he's had an argument with somebody. (laughs) Someone's had a go at him about this. This is this is a grandkid right here. Yeah, Teenage grandkid <laughs> asked this question. 100%. No, I think it's him. He's like, it's not a problem for me. I'm 53, but I'm married. And I'm in shape. I want to wear some down in the community pool. He's loving it. Yeah. No, I mean.
2: They're Titan Speedos. What happened to Bordies? Come on.
1: Yeah, no. No, I wouldn't wear speedo. I remember, like, Tony Abbott getting around these his body smugglers all the time as Prime Minister. Really a, a, a short accident away from bearing all, Tony, you know? <laughs> you're, you're right. It wouldn't you're take right. as much to see the little Abbott, would it? So. It's the thinnest of veils, <laughs> between you and the Bean Squad. It was pretty, I guess. you was my Prime Minister, so... Yeah. That was part of it. Maybe this was him asking the question. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, all right. Now, this one, it, it definitely um, sounds like a set up to a joke, but it, it, I assure you there's no punchline, okay? but Right. What do you call a guy who wears short shorts but dates straight women? <laughs> what do you call him, Dylan? <laughs> I mean... Successful? I guess, yeah. That's what the answer was from the person, the top answer. But, no, you got any other... What are they getting at? Yeah, I don't know. So,
2: what? What's, what is it? short shorts and dates?
1: He wears short shorts, but he dates straight women. So, I'm, I'm hmm. guessing they're getting at that he must be gay, because he wears short shorts.
2: But he dates straight women. He dates
1: straight women, though. So... The top answer was I'd call that guy successful at dating And probably successful at other things as well If he can get dates wearing short shorts He probably has a good personality And other things going for him Yeah I'd call him confident Absolutely And what are we, short shorts, how short are we thinking? A little bit bit cheek hanging, maybe (laughs) Get some cheek action going on That short? It's possible Certainly possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a weird one. I don't know what short they're getting out there. <laughs> now, Dylan, what is your opinion on wanting someone who smells good all the time, even when they are sweaty from working out slash playing sports? Do you think that is weird or strange? What do you mean,
2: wanting someone? You As want someone.
1: I assume you want you. Sexually attracted is one of your preferences. You want someone who smells good all the time, even when they're sweaty from working out and playing sports. Probably, yeah, people naturally get sweaty and don't smell so good. I don't know if that's going to happen that you're going to get someone who smells good yeah, all the time. I think
2: you, yeah, I think you're reaching for a bit of a higher place that you're not going to get to. I don't think anyone smells good all
1: the time. Hmm. All the time. No, not possible, right? I think they might need to, they, it's a bit weird and strange and they might have to readjust their um their preferences. Expectations. Yeah, yeah, lower them a little bit. It's not a bad thing, as long as the person is showering regularly and looking after themselves, I'd argue.
2: Exactly. Well, just don't be around them when they play sports <laughs> or get sweaty. Then your perception of them will be that they smell good all the time. Okay, very good. Even though they don't.
1: But imagine you're, like, with your, your significant other and you're, like, going on a hike or something. You're like, oh, I'm starting to sweat a bit. You're getting a bit smelly. What's didn't That's sign up on for this? Myself. False advertising. I uh,
2: think it's over now, actually. Yeah. No, back by yourself. Away with you and push him off the cliff. Done. Easy.
1: Yeah, speaking of smelling, this next question, Dylan. As a job hmm. interviewer, when you smell Listerine mouthwash, in a candidate's breath. What do you think of it? How do you feel about it?
2: means they're trying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather it smell bad. Mm.
1: The last guy would want them to be smelling good, so.
2: I mean, you wash your breath out with Listerine, so it smells like Listerine, right? Isn't that the idea? Smells fresh?
1: I mean, yeah, the only thing, is, it, is the question, like the hidden question here, it's fake? The person's like, trying too hard or something, you reckon? I mean, I guess, but...
2: Maybe. They're just putting forward effort. I don't know what you want from what it. What
1: would you think? Cool, whatever. I, don't really care. I just
2: think, oh, that's a nice smell and breath. Good on you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what they want. I've been lucky enough to, to be on some interview panels recently. I can't say I've been smelling their breaths too too much, but I...
2: Yeah, I was going to say, how close are you getting?
1: Yeah, I, I haven't been getting that close, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you shake the hand, pull them in, have a big whiff.
2: <laughs> yeah, hello, eh? Yeah. The strain, eh? <laughs> yeah, good idea. Yeah, That's we... spuming, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> i like original myself, but you know, that's me.
1: <laughs> Weird question. Will you question, yeah. Odd. You know, odd. The thing I'm thinking about Cora as well is that probably is something that you, they're the questions you probably can't ask anybody else in your in your real life because they're quirky, you know. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. this one I think our Australian listeners will be okay with, but just you know for our worldwide listeners, Dylan might be might be good for you to set the record straight. If you want to insult a white Australian, is it a low blow to tell them that they are the descendants of criminals?
2: No. They don't really care, do we? Funny.
1: I think a lot of people Fun. actually like having a convict in their, their Yeah, it's history. an odd origin. Mm.
2: Do you have any? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, it's possible.
1: Mm.
2: I mean, statistically, you'd have to have one, right? One criminal. Along the Depends way.
1: when he came here, I guess. In, in the world, sure, but in terms of being a convict in Australia, yeah, I think I've got some.
2: Oh. Explains What's a lot, mean? doesn't it? <laughs> you know, me next time we're together? No, I can't right?
1: Come on. Criminal. Come on. Come no, on. Well, not really. I don't think people care about it. It doesn't. It's not really a thing we think about every day here in Australia, to be honest. Sorry.
2: No. Hmm. It's just something we know about. I mean, one of our heroes is a criminal bloody Ned Kelly. Exactly. We embrace it.
1: If anything, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Dylan. Do homosexuals and LGBTQs in general realise that Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin, a 1997 film starring George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, Emma Thurman, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, is the most militantly pro gay superhero film of all time? Do they realise okay. this? Yep. Does that group realise this? <laughs> Do we accept the premise I mean, of the question?
2: Uh, sure, I guess. I mean, Joel Schumacher was gay, wasn't he?
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. I mean, makes sense. Yeah, director's flares and everything, isn't it?
1: There's the the butt shots, there's the nipples on the bat suits.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a given,
1: yeah. Emma Thurman playing quite over the top in her outfits. Don't know about mm. Arnie's character. There much gayness going on there. He's a handsome man, though. He's handsome man, he's, he's got the puns, I guess. Oh, hello. Everyone loves puns. Everyone From loves puns. More sure. yeah. Militantly pro-gay superhero. Would we say it's pro-gay? Like, I don't know.
2: I don't think it really takes a stance, to be honest. Yeah. But I noticed, anyway.
1: It's camp, for sure. Yeah. So... I guess so. I guess so. There's no, like, gay characters, though. Oh, no, overtly gay characters, I should say. No. Uh,
2: I did see some videos about how, like, Alfred and Bruce look at each other sometimes. They're a bit bit wanting in that one. Yeah. So that I get, maybe.
1: Look, I'd like to watch it again with that lens in mind, you know? (laughs) The the militantly pro-gay lens. That it. Yeah. Not many other superhero films are very gay, so that probably is. You could maybe make arguments the most gay. No, maybe, maybe. Okay, that was a light one, Dylan. This next one, it's a bit, bit oh, hardcore. No. Okay, you ready? Oh no! Yeah, all right. I had an affair several years ago, and my husband forgave me. That's all good. Good, good stuff. Okay. Should Hmm. I attend the funeral of my affair partner? My husband (laughs) is devastated by the thought of my attendance. What do you reckon, Dylan?
2: Was it just... uh, Look, it depends if it was a once-off. Is it Hmm. a once-off? No. Three encounters within three months? Mm -hmm. I'd say yes.
1: That you remember, obviously.
2: Yeah, yeah, that you recall. (laughs) Which she
1: obviously does. Yeah, what do you reckon? But I can see why the husband would be upset about it. Of course, yeah. Just don't tell him, right? I think that's probably the answer, I mean, you've You've done it once, do it again. (laughs) What, one more lie. (laughs) Exactly,
2: exactly. Yeah, I don't know, eh? Odd one. That's a harmless one. It's just for you. That's.
1: But I, I can definitely you see. Something yourself. You, you probably need the closure. And you, you know, for better exactly. or worse, you had this personal connection probably over several months, if not years, yeah. with the person. So I can see why you want to be at the funeral, but it's a bit of a slap in the face of your husband at the same time. So.
2: Also, I don't know what they had going on. Were they married too? Would she showing up be. <laughs> pull
1: some fireworks? Possibly, you yeah. Know? Possibly. If so, no. Mm.
2: But, you know, if she if she's not going to cause any harm to anyone there. Sure. I think just tell the husband you're not going, but okay. go anyway.
1: And probably props for you for talking to your husband about it, but yeah, just, just go do it on the down low, I reckon. Yeah. Mm.
2: It's got nothing, nothing to do with it. But clearly, obviously, results say better to ask for forgiveness and permission because you'll get it, most likely. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because yeah. if it's a thing you really want to do anyway, it seems, if you're asking the question about, should I, should I still Yeah, go? I mean, what's
2: he going to do, break up with you if you say you went? Yeah. That's the end of the road. There can be nothing past funeral. Like, if he's worried about you <laughs> getting together again, there's nothing going to happen. Yeah. It's done. Yeah,
1: yeah, I guess so. Hmm, That's a really tough one. I never thought of that situation before, but there you go. Okay, a bit lighter, Bill, well... Different, I should say. Oh, no. My dad always comes into my room to say hi. It's really annoying. I'm 19, and I'm forced to still be living with my parents. What should I do? Forced?
2: Don't know about that. Hmm. Yeah? Get
1: a job. Get a job. I feel like it could be... Dad's happy
2: to see you. Right, like...
1: (laughs) There's going to be a time in your life when you're not living with your parents or your parents are are dead, where they can't just pop in and say hello, you know? You'll miss it. I'm I'm hoping he comes and knocks on the door and is like, cool about it, but assuming he is, just live with it. He's going to say hi. He loves you, I imagine. Yeah. You're a little
2: shit. (laughs) Respect and love your dad. Yeah. Rough, that one.
1: Yeah. Not on. And this is a quick one, Dylan, just quickly. What should I do to prepare for death and the afterlife? Anything quick you want to mention?
2: Fly by the seat of your pants.
1: <laughs>
2: Let it take you where it takes you.
1: Don't prepare, is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah. Okay. I think so. So be Be a good person
1: in life. Just be a good person and then it'll sort itself out?
2: Exactly, exactly.
1: I'm kind of like that, obviously I don't, I'm i not religious and I don't believe in afterlife really, but I kind of feel like if there is a just and moral God out there, that they'll look after me if i am a good person. So,
2: Yeah, I was just going to mm. say, a good way to cover all your bases, just be decent. Absolutely. That's what every belief wants from you, surely.
1: And if for whatever reason you're a decent person but don't get into heaven, well, is that a heaven you want to go to, you know? Yeah, fuck them. Let's hang out in hell. Why not? <laughs> okay. Easily done. Just live your life. Be a good person. Cheat Yeah, yeah Dylan. Another question about cheating. Goodness gracious. Am I wrong? All <laughs> <For> the
2: infidelity.
1: <laughs> I guess you need help. I mean, it's hard to talk to people about that in your personal life, potentially. Hmm. Am I wrong, Dylan, for cheating on my girlfriend after she hung out with her girlfriends without my permission?
2: No. You do you, King. <laughs> How dare she? <laughs> no, come on, mate. What are you talking about? What
1: do you think happened?
2: I don't know. She hung out with her friends and he's like, did I give the okay for that? You bitch. How dare you? Jesus Christ. I'm cheating now, actually.
1: <laughs> I like—I just like to think he's been thrown in his face. You're like, why, why the hell are you cheating? He's like, well, you hung out with your friends, so I had an affair.
2: Oh, you think it was a grasp at a straw when he's been caught, maybe. <laughs>
1: Possibly. <laughs> and actually, I can't recall doing that, so it doesn't count. So Yeah, well, I don't remember. What are you talking about? <laughs> the perfect crime... <laughs> Perfect excuse. Oh, mate. Nope, sorry. Get can't you recall. off anything, right? Mm-hmm. mm Prove I remember that. You can't, so... I am mm. flawless. Weird one. Let's change gears, Dylan. You can see why it's fun looking at these up, because there's so many weird and wonderful questions out there. But we're on the damn, damn one track now. Oh. You are a dark lord, very widely known, <laughs> but with a strict moral code. A young girl stumbles onto your land, showing signs of abuse, and you take her in. The neighbouring country demands you return her, or else they will declare war. What do you do? Is this an anime? <laughs> it sounds like an anime, doesn't it? <laughs> That's what it sounds like, yeah. it sounds like mean, a dark fantasy novel,
2: yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Hmm. Dark Lord. But you have a
1: strict moral code, remember?
2: Then you're not a Dark Lord, are you? It doesn't make sense. Maybe you're,
1: you're a complex Dark Lord.
2: You rule with an iron fist.
1: But a strict moral code.
2: Mm. I mean, if your moral code strict, it's already answers decided, isn't it? Surely. It's not giving it back.
1: You'll risk war to help this one girl, I reckon so. Yeah.
2: If you've got a strict moral code. Done. Absolutely. Easy. Answer your own question. Yeah, kind of.
1: If you're asking that because you're in that situation, I think you've already got it sorted out. Okay. <laughs> Once to back up, we back you up. Okay. it's a little a bit more tough, deal. I'm not really sure what to deal with it. Being in high school has made me face the reality that I'm not as smart as I believe I was. How do I deal with this shock? Just own it. Revel. Yep. Here's the thing, be I Be keen reckon. to learn. Learning and trying hard isn't to do with your talent ability. It's how much you want to try, you know? Mm. So, if you're not as naturally smart as you once thought, that's okay. You can put more effort in and you'll probably be getting further than the people who are naturally smart who don't try. Yeah.
2: Well, it's, it's blissful being dumb. You get to enjoy <laughs> dumb things. Yeah. <laughs> What do you like mean? Fast and the Furious movies? That's your franchise right there. Yep. <laughs> you're all about that. Vin Diesel ripping down stone pillars with his bare hands? That's all you, need.
1: you don't question that. Mm-hmm. You love it. Are you speaking from personal experience? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, good on you. No, you're pretty smart. No, oh, you're alright. I, I was worried going into high school that I'd be found out as dumb. Just, I mean, given my parents' teacher I was like, oh my god, the smartest goodness. one
2: there. Nah, come on. Who was smarter? Not Pepsi West, maybe, but <laughs> He got the best OP.
1: So
2: Oh, who did? <laughs> was it you? It
1: was me. What'd she get? I don't know, it wasn't good as me, either. I think it was just below me. A two. Nah come on, I got a three. Is that it? Yeah. Best in the school though, for a year. For a dumb year, so Damn.
2: Yeah, we were shit, <laughs> weren't we? Gosh. I didn't try and I got a 12. I could <laughs> have aced you if I'd put effort in.
1: This is why I gave you Pac-Man to, to play. I didn't you need did the competition. This. Didn't need the competition.
2: You don't want the doctor. Graduated <laughs> you graduate with an OP1. You haven't none of that.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I was concerned by it because, you know, even in primary school, you don't really know how smart you are because right, it's not that difficult, you know what I mean? Like, it's... He's more of my effort there. He sort of, and then same thing happened to uni, Dylan. I was like, "Oh, this isn't the find me out." <laughs> Jesus, but they haven't yet.
2: Yeah, you're you're still coasting along. No one knows yet. I'll be no a, one knows I'll be a fraud
1: one day. They'll work me out, won't <laughs> they?
2: You'd be like um, mm-hmm. Fucking Ed Norton in Glass Onion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but this person, it's a bit of a shock if they think they they aren't as smart as they thought they were, but I'm sure they'll get through it. Yeah, that'd be right. Yeah. We've got some weird parents' questions, and we've got some weird kids' questions. This one is definitely weird parent, okay? Mm. I'm okay. 14 years old, and my parents want to put a baby monitor in my room. I'm not very comfortable with that, but my parents don't seem to care. How do I discuss this with them?
2: Do we know the age of this person?
1: 14 years old.
2: 14? Get
1: mm. older, have Why monitor? Why are they doing this? Yeah, right.
2: Why? What do, what do you just need to know?
1: Let your kid I think be get your kid. out of there. Yeah, it's not a good one, is it?
2: Yeah, they. No. Go to grandparents or aunties or uncles. That's, mm. that's weird parents. That's not on.
1: Not on. Strange. Oh, How would you do that? Strange. Another weird question from about parents. <laughs> oh, no. What can a mum do when she finds out that her 16-year-old son got a job as a barista? Now He plans to eventually go to college and is involved with sports at school. Should she charge him rent?
2: Oh, okay. What's she, she she looking for the Moolah. Alright. Yeah, what do you reckon? This is the mum obviously asking. Definitely. Should this right? should this hypothetical mother <laughs> in a completely justified way? Yeah. Charge us on rent. Hmm.
1: He's got a job as a barista, uh, so
2: yeah, I mean if he's earning enough.
1: I I don't hate but the at idea. That point, of, well, like, the idea of him pitching in, if he's got a job, especially if the family's doing it tough, that's probably not the worst idea. That said, he's money, you know? Don't want to take it all from him. Yeah. I
2: mean, at that point, you might just be pushing him out to move out on his own. That's back for.
1: Possibly. Or it maybe it, that's what she wants. It is funny. Normally, it'd be like, what can a mum do when she's found a kid with drugs, or he's got cigarettes, or he's, you know, broken the law somehow? This kid's gone off and got a job as a Bristol Yeah,
2: what can a mum do when he's actually the perfect son? Most parents would
1: be loving if their kid got a job, right? And helping them out. Oh,
2: mate, they'd, they'd be all over it.
1: And he still wants job. to go to college. He? What else did you do? He's going to college oh, eventually. He's got sports going on at school. Like, how dare he? <laughs> yeah, this fucking freeloader. <laughs> That's what he's worried about, the money part of it. <laughs> Friggin' hell. Strange.
2: I mean, is the idea she wants him to contribute to his college tuition? Is that maybe Maybe, what she
1: wants? Maybe, I guess. I don't know.
2: I don't think so, though. I think that's a roundabout way to look at that. Mm. I think she's just been a greedy little Gabby. You don't deserve that son of yours, ma'am.
1: Not at all. It's too good for you. Based on the information we have, he's perfect and you're a bitch, so... Sorry, I'm saying it, Dylan.
0: Oh, so, hey, hey.
1: It. You said it. I said it. Okay. Now, I, you can probably tell I went down to the religion topic pathway for the next ones. So, see oh, yeah, how we go. <laughs> what do atheists do if they have a problem? Wouldn't it be better to pray? You tell me, mate. <laughs> No, <laughs> you're the one that can answer this. I thought you, you were religious as well. What are, you, what, what are you thinking? No, you're an atheist, uh, are not you? Yeah, um, yeah, I am. So, Well What's the answer? Well, I mean, the the impression I get from the question is that when this person has a problem, they pray and that's how they deal with it. And so they're like, what hap- What would you do if you don't pray? Like, what the hell? My, my thinking is, if I've got a problem, I sort it out myself. I seek help from other people that might help me with it, or I do whatever I think is best to deal with it, whether that's just waiting forgetting about it, taking action to resolve the situation i it, I wouldn't think it's better to pray personally because I believe in God, so it probably doesn't make much sense for me to do that so so yeah, that's how I do things. What do you reckon
2: spoken like a true heathen. <laughs>
1: What are you doing? You got a problem doing? You talk to the big man. Helps no, no, don't
2: no. I'm, not, I'm an agnostic. Think I have a cream for that? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, uh, I don't know what I do. I guess I just ask the universe
1: if it's like a big to to sort problem.
2: Sort itself out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. be like, hey, I deserve this problem to be solved. Actually, <laughs> thank you. Sort it out.
1: I feel you. Now, the next one, God's back again. Hello. If God came to an atheist and told him or her, believe or die, <laughs> would the atheist <laughs> cower and sell out, knowing that his or her afterlife depends on it? Well,
2: you're not an atheist anymore if you see him there. I mean, if, if, if you're if, standing in front of you. If I had... Even Ricky's turning code at that point. I mate. know,
1: right? Irrefutable proof in front of me that I'm, I'm talking to God himself. I'm probably okay to cower and and sell out because it's true.
2: You know? Yeah.
1: I'm fine with that. I, I'm probably not going to be an atheist <laughs> in the face of God. No. I would have some I mean, questions though, but, you
2: know. Oh, mate. Who wouldn't? You know? a dumb question. Of course they're going to
1: care and believe. <laughs> Why would so you not believe weird. in something right in front of you? It, it seems like, again, like it's a... a Religious person, perhaps a young person who's like testing out their thought processes on the internet, which is, you know, fair enough, I guess.
2: You would have to be a really arrogant prick to have God say, Look, I'm here, believe in me or die. And you go, Nah.
1: Nah, no, fuck you. Yeah.
2: Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not caring. not doing that. Tell you what. <laughs> I ain't caring. I'm right still,
1: mm. somehow. <laughs> Alright, that's, that's God sorted out. Um, this my, oh, I don't I really don't. know what to go with this with Dylan, but back to relationships. Why does my boyfriend scoot away when I try to cuddle, <laughs> but when he cuddles oh. me, there's no problem?
2: <laughs> I thought like like he actually skates away on a scooter <laughs> or something <laughs> happened.
1: <laughs> those little little those like shoes you wear, the heelys. He's, oh God, Jesus. One. He's scooting away when I try and cuddle, but when he cuddles, I mean there's no problem, Dylan. It's all in his term, the cuddling, I guess. I
2: mean he obviously just doesn't like being
1: little spoon. He likes being big spoon. Big spoon. Big spoon boy. Well, I love my preferences. That's all, he's got the goods to be a Big Spoon. Maybe she can't maybe she's a bad Big Spoon. Maybe the problem's her, yeah. Maybe you
2: need to sort your technique out. <laughs> it's entirely possible. A lot of responsibility being a big spoon. <laughs> Is that... Yeah. You that. gotta make sure everyone's comfortable, not just
1: yourself. Yeah, you gotta find a, a spot for your arm that's not getting in the way of the person. Yeah, exactly. Mm. If you're a little spoon, you're just you're just lying there. You're not doing anything. You're the you're the subject, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You're
2: right. accepting the love and comfort. If you're the big spoon, you gotta make sure it's dolled out appropriately.
1: Look, we've joked we've a lot, but this one is quite um, confronting, this last question, the second last question. My boyfriend said there's a 5% chance he'd kill me if he was really angry. Should I be concerned or take it as a joke?
2: I mean, it'd be easy to tell if it was a joke, right? You shouldn't have to ask.
1: Yeah, like, context is key for everything, but generally speaking, people who are normal and nice to be around, don't joke about killing their partners, so.
2: Or if they did, they would make it extremely obvious that it's a joke. Yeah. That you shouldn't have to go online and check.
1: Yeah, if you're concerned enough to ask Cora, you've probably answered your own question, right? Yeah. Get out. I say dump Why him. Why
2: take that chance? Yeah. Don't take that 5% chance.
1: No, very, very tough question, that one. Hmm. But Dylan, we're going to have a good question. That I think the answer is pretty obvious probably, but I want your advice on it just in case. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend told me he has a dentist appointment on Wednesday at 6. What should I do?
2: (laughs) Well, it depends when he's getting done. (laughs) If it's just a checkup. That's fine. Just let it all unravel as it be.
1: <laughs> Take it if involved. No, in
2: no, nah, nah, just let it happen. If he's going in for like surgery and getting a tooth removed or something, offer to give him a lift. Yeah. Be nice. Maybe make sure pantry stock with some soft foods. Mm-hmm. Cook yep. some rice in your rice cooker to make it perfect.
1: Absolutely. I approve of that be as helpful as you can and supportive as you can. I, I guess that's the context and, and maybe it's a context of I'm new to having a boyfriend. I don't really know what to do. He's going to the dentist. Do I ask to help out? By itself, though, it's a very weird question.
2: And also, that time, that's odd no matter how you cut it, but six in the morning, six at
1: night. Yeah, true.
2: They're both odd times for a dentist appointment. Is that what she's getting at?
1: Maybe it's too early or too I think late. it's not actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the dentist once on Halloween, which felt weird.
2: That is odd. Was it decorated?
1: I think they had some decorations up, yeah. Mm. Then I wrote a little story, a little screenplay, a little short film about a, a vampire dentist.
2: Pretty fun. Well, they know, don't they? They know dentistry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? the fangs. That's funny. Yeah.
2: Yeah, thanks. They they buy people, don't they? They've been known to.
1: <laughs> See, yeah. Weird time for... A f- Maybe that's the question, too. By itself, though. I wasn't quite sure what to make of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, there we have it. We've conquered Cora. We've got a feeling that I reckon we'll be back at some point. What do you reckon, Dylan? Yes, pretty
2: pretty fun. Yeah, yeah pretty fun. We'll be back one day.
1: Fairly easy way to get some content for our podcast, so... <laughs> wow,
2: selfishly, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> now, get amongst core, I reckon. Yeah, Dylan, would you mind if I suggest something else to get amongst as well?
2: Yeah. What are we getting amongst this week, mate?
1: Okay, my little get amongst recommendation is a show called Party Down. Have you seen it, Dylan?
2: Not, never heard of never it. Never heard watch of it. Watch
1: some odd ones, don't you? I do watch some <laughs> odd ones. Um... So, this was popular, it was on TV back in 2009, 2010. Um, sort of two short series on stars overseas in the US. Um, kind of got a cult following, but got cancelled because no one watched it on, on TV. Um, and it just recently got revived. So, that's why it's good on, on my radar. And it's all on stand down mm-hmm. here in Australia. It's a sitcom about a um, catering company in LA. And it's sort of staffed by. Want to be actors and performers, and they're doing this catering gig sort of to keep them going as they as they trace their dreams, but they're a bunch of oddballs and they sort of get up into crazy, situa- crazy situations. Um, Adam Scott, you might know from Severance and from Parks and Rec, is the main actor, um, but Jane Lynch is also there. Martin Starr, Lizzie Kaplan, who I'm who I've really enjoying recently in a few different things, um, plus a few. Other actors are making a few cameos. J.K. Simmons turns up once or twice. Oh, hello. Yep. There you hello. go. Hello. Yeah, of, I'm in. One of your boys. So it's just like a very funny, a bit risque at times um, comedy in set, in the sort of peripheries of the entertainment world, which we love. Um, yeah, it's a good to get a workplace sitcom, you know. And this week, when I've had COVID, it's been the perfect sort of just just what I needed. I couldn't focus on much else. That's that's more complicated. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and you know, starting the week, never having seen the show, to this morning, I watched the last episode of the three seasons. So it's sad I've I went through it too quickly, but you know, it was there for me. But I needed it. Good for you. Party down. Getting something you enjoy. Yeah, mate. Get amongst There's it. I not reckon.
2: enough workplace comedies out there, is there? I
1: wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. And. It was it was made it's sort of in response to The Office, so it's kind of that vibe-ish sort of stuff. So there you go. Well, there you go. But they're all they're still chasing their dreams, which is still,
2: nice. Still, so not a series finale. They're getting renewed.
1: Well, I think everyone's liked it. It's it's one of those things that no one watched it when it was on TV, but it got a huge cult following afterwards. This new season's also been well received, but I don't know. What also happened is there were a lot of actors who um, were quite popular sort of just after. So Adam Scott went to the Parks mm. and Rec and done a few other things. Jane Lynch basically left this to go do Glee. She's the you know the coach on Glee. So mm.
2: the the Arrested Development situation. Basically,
1: basically, it it took them that long mm. to get everyone yeah back together. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So mm. there you go. I recommend it highly. Sounds good. There you go. So, for an episode, for a time when I did one little quick episode, quickly, because I was sick, here we go. An hour later. That's I think, okay.
2: think you are sounding better, though.
1: I think maybe the, the podcast has, has improved me, and maybe I got sick because I wasn't doing the podcast. Maybe that's the problem.
2: Well, yeah, maybe you had withdrawals. Maybe that was <laughs> it. Maybe it wasn't actually COVID.
1: Possibly. Now, do we wrap up in any particular way on this show, Dylan?
2: We tell everyone we're on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the big three. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: We're definitely online, everywhere you can find us, on every podcast app you can imagine. We're there, we're having fun,
1: we're chilling. Absolutely.
2: We also like to thank Mark, the man, the theme song. He's there,
1: he's in the podcast studios as we speak, getting ready to sing his song. One second, mate. He's he's ready.
2: He's ready. He's ready. Yep. And we also tell each other again, I miss you, man.
1: I miss you, man. Mark, take it away.
0: Take it away, Mark. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.